Brilliant Misfits, Episode 75, with guest Beatriz Guevara, Collaboration for Success. We talk about consistency, we talk about sustainability and connection and experimentation. It's an episode that's absolutely a must if you're starting an online business or new in online business. She has some amazing tips and tools to share with you. Like you don't go all in at once. You just take step by step and experimenting is a big part of it. So giving yourself permission to experiment to say if those collaborations that you might be identifying with people that might complement what you do or that might be aligned with the values that you have or with the goal that you want to achieve, giving yourself permission to try that and see if it works is liberating. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful, and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Asia Kennedy. Welcome back, everyone, to Brilliant Misfits. I really appreciate you tuning in, and I hope that you get a lot of help and insights and inspiration from the show. Please share it. You can go to iTunes and you can give it a review and a rating, which really helps other people to find the show. My beautiful guest today is, I hope I can pronounce this correctly, Beatriz Guevara. Beautiful. (laughs) Wonderful. Now, she's a collaboration expert and business mentor and a mastermind and workshop facilitator. Welcome, welcome, Beatrice. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aisha. Um, you can actually call me B if that's easier for you. <laughs> okay, so. thank you. <laughs> um, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank uh, you for having me. I'm delighted, as you can hear in my voice. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Now, I want to know, what? how did you become a collaboration expert? That's your sort of title. But I'd love to know the backstory of how you, how, how was this journey that you became um, in, interested in collaboration? Yeah, um, I think I am going to need to take you a little bit backwards, like in terms of how my journey or where my journey started as an entrepreneur, because um, you will probably you will you can relate to, to stories like mine um, when I share it. So uh, my background is actually in HR, in human resources. I worked in human resources for about 10 years, mostly in pharmaceutical um, companies. And um, when I had my first baby, um, Andy, I actually started thinking about what could I do um, to – to have my own business. So I thought that I needed to start some sort of HR consultancy firm because of my background, but I just didn't know exactly how that was going to look like. So um, my journey actually in, in entrepreneurship actually started before I was even ready 
to start a business. So I started um, basically connecting with people that were already already running businesses. Um, I started finding Facebook groups about women in business, moms in business, and all that sort of things. And I simply started connecting with people and understanding what was around, you know, what involved to to have a business and and what people were doing while I figured out what I really wanted to do. So um, I that journey of connecting and understanding what people needed and understanding what I wanted because for me everything started from understanding what I didn't want hmm. from my previous, you know, the, the the previous version of myself to to say it in a way what I didn't want in my life anymore that's how it started for me instead of what I wanted so while I was navigating that self-discovery process of understanding what I wanted I realized that you know I started to identify the things that I was most passionate about in my work, in my life, the things that really came natural to me and that I really enjoy. And one of the things that came up was that I've been always been a connector. I've been always joining the dots. I thought, I think still that it is a lot um, because of my background in human resources, you know, as, a re- as a someone that recruits people, because that's something, some of the things that I did, um, you are always trying to connect people with their passion, right, in a way. So you interview them and try to connect them with the ideal job and vice versa. And then I always was around asking people, what do you do? Oh, I know this person that has this business or I know this person that works in this company. You know, they might be looking for someone like you and blah, blah, blah. So I've always been a connector. And when I was navigating this process in the entrepreneurship journey, I realized that people, um, especially women, were um, really stuck in comparing themselves and their journeys, you know, instead of, you know, seeing each other as a way to um, leverage their business or to complement each other. So I was like, wow, I'm a connector. I love connecting people. And I thought when I started, when I was thinking that I was going to start a HR consultancy firm, I thought that I was going to be the HR person that actually created more collaborative workplaces. <laughs> so collaboration was always, you know, in in the in the picture. I just didn't know how that was going to be articulated in a business. So um and then I came up with the name Colabora, which means collaborate in Spanish because my background is um I'm from Venezuela originally. Um and you know, I started, I um, picked that name for what was supposed to me to be a HR consultancy firm because I wanted to bring um, collaborative approach into businesses, into small businesses. And then I end up doing the same thing, but with women in business instead of corporates, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes so, so much sense. I love <laughs> that. And I love that name, Collabora. That's beautiful. 
I'm going to put you. that on the show notes so people <laughs> can see how, how it's spelled and what it looks like because it's a beautiful word. And, you know, I just love what you're saying, B, because you're talking about you know, this sort of creative journey of like, not knowing to start with, like, knowing what you didn't want. And can you tell, can you tell me a few things? Like, what do you mean when you said, I know what I didn't want? So what were some of the things, because I think some of our audience could relate to that, because they might be in that exact place, like knowing what they don't want, or maybe they're not even there yet. They just don't know even where to begin. And it's a good place to begin starting with what you don't want, and then looking at what you enjoy and what you're passionate about. Yeah, yeah. And um, I love when I was going through that self-discovery process because I really got to connect with my true desires, which I think I was disconnected from it. <laughs> and I didn't even know <laughs> until I started reconnecting with it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um some of the things, look, I love my career. As I said, my background is in human resources. And um, I loved, you know, helping companies or um, corporations develop their own talent. And to kind of be the, the people person within the company, right? Mm. The thing is that because of circumstances or my career development or whatever, I was stuck in the things that I didn't enjoy about my career, like the admin sort of things, a lot of policies and procedures and being like the policeman. And I was not doing the things that I really enjoy about human resources, which was actually, you know, um, training, developing and um, managing talent and all that sort of um, areas of, of HR. And I just knew and realized that if I wanted to go and start I, I, and have the career that I wanted within HR, I needed to go so backwards because, you know, I needed to start in an admin role or um, something like that. And I don't know if you remember or if you have ever been um, in the corporate world, um, Aisha, mm. but um, when you when you go down, down that path of, you know, trying to start from scratch in an area and you've had so many years of experience, it's kind of very difficult to, to get an entry-level role when you have 10 or 12 years experience. It's like, what are you talking about, you know? So that's what I thought maybe I would need to start my own HR business. Um, so that was one of the things, right? Getting stuck in a career that I didn't enjoy anymore because of the things that I was doing. Then the second thing was the lack of flexibility. I was becoming a mom and I wanted to enjoy my boy and the time with my family and um, I wanted to have options and the opportunity to decide if I wanted to go back to work or you know if I wanted to stay running my business so um, I gave it all during that year to make it work and thank goodness um, things happen in a way that you know allow me to 
um, kind of start the journey and then launch the business and growing that slowly and with my husband's support, then I can still work from home and look after my little one um, running my business. So um, it was the lack of flexibility pretty much and the fact that I was not doing much of the things that I enjoy and I knew that that needed to be more than that, you know. It was like I'm not here to not enjoy what I do. There, there has to be a way that I can enjoy my work and, and what I do um, because what's the point right absolutely in doing something yeah i'm sure like there's i'm sure there's so many listeners that can totally relate and are resonating probably buzzing uh, <laughs> with what you're saying because um you know it, it's true like as women you know we do want to be with our families we want to you know be with the young ones but it doesn't mean we have to give up our our talents and our skills mm. and what we're really good at and i think that you have um expressed that so beautifully and i know that this is the work that you're doing now, you're actually helping other women who might be in that similar same situation that you were in um, to, you know, just have that courage and, and, you know, be able to step into the unknown and just give it a go. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I basically work with two two group of women to say it in a way, those that you just described, you know, that were like me just in that transition from corporate into start their own business um, and also women already in business but that are still in the startup phase, just trying to get visible and get more exposure and find their tribe and their support network and, Really, my my ultimate goal um, is to, no matter where you are at in your journey, is just to help women create a sustainable business based on, you know, strong connections and effective collaborations. Because in my experience, that's what allows, I guess, to build a business that is sustainable over time where it's not just you doing everything, where you is not expected that you have all the answers and also where you can actually focus on what you do best and what you enjoy because otherwise what's the point of starting your business and doing 90% of things that you don't like and only 10% of the things that you like or enjoy? You know, it's easier to stay in a job and get paid working nine to five mm. and then you do your job and your work and you're gone and disconnect. If you are going to start a business and make it work, you just need to make sure that is is in line with your passions and what brings you joy and also that you find the tools around you. Um, and for me, collaboration and connection is, is, is in that tool kit. Um, um, for creating sustainable businesses. So that's at the core of everything I do, really. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And I love that you mentioned the word sustainability because it's true. It's true. If we don't love what we're doing and we're not enjoying it, then it's not sustainable. We're not going to, we're going to lose interest. We're not going to, you know, do it or else we're going to continue doing it and just burn out or feel miserable, which is not the point, as you said. And 
you know, I, I just love that you're bringing up the collaboration and connection um, point of view around this because, you know, even even when women first start off in an entrepreneurial business and they work from home and maybe they're building something online, um, there's still like a lot of old conditioning. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing. I know, you know what I mean? It's like, and I'll just bring up one thing, like an old conditioning where I know I had it for, you know, many years until I got involved with some of these groups that you talk about. And that is, is that, you know, I was more in a more competitive or comparison, you know, like comparing mindset, and it would make me feel bad. And I and it's been like this beautiful journey of coming back to what women do best, and that is collaborating and connecting. So I want you yeah. to talk a little bit about that in your own experience. Yes, um, and that's what why I said um, that. To me, you know, connections and collaboration is in that toolkit that is a must-have when we are growing a sustainable business because the key here for me is sustainability. And why I say that is because, you know, running a business on your own is not easy. It's not easy to find what you are most passionate about and to create a profitable business around it. And if on top of having to do it all on your own, um, you are just out there comparing yourself and your journey with everyone else's journey and success stories, then that's that's the recipe, I think, for um, failure, burnout, overwhelm. Um, so connections and collaborations are key to get you out of that spiral that you know um, that you will get into if you keep comparing yourself with others when in reality each person is different. Each um, circumstances are different and, you know, the, the stories behind that success are things that sometimes and more often than not, um, they don't come, you know, to the, to the public. They don't share it. So um, having a support network around you that can be, you can call them your business peeps, your accountability buddies, um, your collaborators, whatever you want to call them. Having that support um, network around you to share um, the journey with, uh, where you know they are going or experiencing the same um, challenges that you are experiencing, and where you can actually take off the mask and just be vulnerable and say, "I need help. I'm I'm stuck. You know, what have you done, or what will you do, or uh, help me see the blind spots?" Then when you find that. Um, it's a lot easier to navigate the journey and enjoy, you know, you, you enjoy it and because it's a journey. We are always evolving um, in this in this journey as entrepreneurs. So you just need to find a way that is sustainable for you and this and it's gonna be consistent. You know, you can be con- a way that where you can be consistent because if you are consistent, then you make progress. And if you make progress, you get closer to what you wanna 
where you're going to go. So um, having that support network is really important. Then the collaborations is like some, is a bit more strategic in a way, um, you know, because when you are navigating the journey and you um, start identifying people or women that are working with the same target market or the same clients that you are working with, uh, but they are complementing your skills and vice versa, then that's a smarter way to grow a business and more sustainable because, you know, there is only a number of hours in the day to do what you do. So if you find someone else that complements what you do to bring you know the value to your clients that you want to bring and to create the impact that you want to make then the journey is going to be a lot easier and you are going to get to where you're going to get quicker as well um and in a way that is realistic to you and your circumstances so that's that's kind of of the main of the main um point when i say sustainability that whatever you do you do it in a way that you can keep it consistent and over time, you know, that no matter where you're at in your journey, you are doing the things that you want to do today in a way that you can keep them um, flowing in the future. So that's for me is the way that you can enjoy the journey, um, you know, flow and uh, focus on the things that you really enjoy. Mm, thank you so much for bringing that up. You know, what I'm hearing as you're talking is this this switch to um, a lack mentality where, you know, if we see someone else doing the same thing and we go, oh, it's already been done. I mean, I know, I know this happens to women in their heads. And it, what we're doing is actually switching it around by collaborating with people who mm. are doing the same thing as you. I mean, we just become stronger because each of us, as you know, um, it really brings something unique into the work, no matter what mm. it is. It can be the exact same thing, but it's not going to be exact because of your particular energy, your expression, your creativity. Everybody's is very different. And I love that turning that on around, actually, that we can all thrive and be successful. And there's not a lack of opportunity just because we're doing the same things. And I think that's such a beautiful point to bring up. And the okay. other thing that I want to see if um, maybe, maybe we can unpack a little bit is this word consistent. Yes. I've just had someone <laughs> really having a difficult time with, you know, her idea of being consistent and she's, and um, it's really quite a struggle for her. And so maybe you can just talk a little bit about what that means and how that looks and, and so that it's a little bit more compassionate that we don't have to beat ourselves up around it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that you are asking that question because it all goes to what you were just sharing before, um, you know, that when you um, first start a business, especially in the online space, there is all this noise out there that tells you you have to show up, you have to be consistent, you have to do this and that, and, you know, if people don't get to know you, they won't buy from you and blah, 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 all that sort of things. And it's, it's, it is true until a certain extent. And the reason why I say that is because I truly believe that you can still be consistent without needing to be – I'm talking about online businesses, so businesses that um, are 
I guess, growing their audience mainly online. Mm. So you can still be consistent without needing to push yourself and show up every single day in every single group that you're in. Um, And one of those ways for me, in my view and in my experience, is collaboration and different forms of collaboration. So um, I'm going to talk about, for example, support groups or masterminds. So when you become part of a mastermind and you are there with a group of women that are all probably doing different things, but kind of aiming the same thing, we are all here to build a successful business, Um, then you come together and share challenges, help each other see the blind spots and find the solutions together so you can move forward. When you do that in a group environment like that, you are letting other people get to know you and the other people I'm talking about, the other members of that mastermind, for example, you are um, letting people get to know you for who you are and the face behind the business so they will get a really clear understanding of what you do and then you know that that um need of showing up or you know of coming every day to the Facebook groups and share what you were doing and and what your product is and what the new offer is and all that sort of things it kind of um, takes a backseat because you are already connecting with that group of people that you don't need to prove yourself to them. They already get what you want to do. They understand you, what you do. And then it, it's you can relax a little bit and you can say, oh, my God, okay, I don't need to prove it. I don't need to be other people know what I do. And they start tagging you on posts if someone is needing advice. So you are kind of joining the collective energy to still be visible, you know, when you tag someone else or you like someone else's post or you share something, it's just it's just um, a way to still be visible without having to be you showing up every day. So that's just one example. Then the other example is when um, you you. Um, so that going back to the to your question about consistency, so that is a way to stay consistent without needing to be on social media all the time. So that's one way, and that's that's in my view contributing to a sustainable business because it's more realistic that you can do that every day forever instead of pretending that you are going to be 24-7 on social media every day forever. That's not sustainable. Um, And the other example is focus on um, other types of collaboration, like, for example, um, joining ventures or um, marketing partnerships, as other people describe it. So you come together with someone that is complementing your skills, like what you and I are doing right now. So you um, you don't do the same as I do, um, but you kind of work with an audience or your listeners. There might be a lot of, um, of your listeners that are in that process of growing a sustainable business. And in my case, um, so they are going to benefit from the value that I'm going to share today in the podcast. And then you are getting content 
that you will have otherwise had to create yourself Mm. to bring that value to your audience. So it's saving you time on creating content and it's helping you stay within your zone of genius, which is, you know, bringing their other women's stories and lighting them up and, you know, still adding value to your clients, but you didn't need to create the whole content. So that, again, is a more sustainable way to grow a business that can survive (laughs) and stay sustainable over time instead of thinking on short term or a quick fix for something. So when you can um, get support or um, leverage by working with someone else, that's that's the perfect um, outcome, I guess. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, and it's that beautifully it- answered. And I love it because now I, I think of consistency with a, a word in front of it and that's sustainable, sustainable consistency. I think that's really the, the you know, what we need to be looking at, you know, and, and I love how you broke it down, especially, I mean, we're talking about the online world and I love how you broke it down because yes, initially we do have to show up a lot. So people kind of start to get to know you, but that's not, in my experience, and I'll just speak for myself, that's not sustainable in the long term. And so the yes. other um, things that you've suggested, like a mastermind, and I know that you do them yourself, you have your own mastermind group, isn't that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, I facilitate my own mastermind groups. And um, I say it by experience, you know, that it is a lot easier when you can come and share what you do without, especially when you are in the early stages of business where you don't know who is listening and you still don't know how to be vulnerable um, or to share parts of your story that can reveal too much to your potential clients because when you are starting out, you don't know exactly how that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's a work in progress, right? When totally. you find find a group and, and you can just express yourself, you, you gain confidence in yourself again and you realize your self-worth. And then the fact that you have to show up every 15 days or every week or depending on what's the structure of your mastermind, you have to show up all the time to the same group of people and get to share your challenges mm. and realize that the other people within the group are actually experiencing the same thing. It's just, okay, it's not that my business is not working. It's just part of the journey. So you just need to find the things um, and the tools that help you great go through um, those ups and downs of, of the journey. And for me, connections and collaboration is key because that's why that's what I enjoy the most of what I do and that's what comes natural to me and that's why I a lot of the things that I do are around educating, you know, women in business um, to understand the value of collaboration, not only as a zero dollars marketing strategy, which it is, like what you you and I are doing now, mm-hmm. I'm going to promote once the podcast is live, I'm going to share your podcast with my audience and you are going to share this podcast with your audience. So we are both getting free marketing. You know, I'm not paying anything and you are not paying anything, but our clients are getting the value that we want to give 
uh, we want to offer and we are getting free marketing. So it's not just about the free marketing strategy. It's also about incorporating collaboration as a mindset tool within your business to be with you every single step because that's going to make the whole journey more joyful and is is you know about finding that flow if you can find the things that bring that flow to what you do and again that make it sustainable then you are on the right track i guess you are building the foundations of 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 a business that is going to survive so true and i love i mean i think connection is just something that well what i um, witness and knowing for myself it's one of the things that most women crave in, in the online space when they're on social media. It is about connection. But when you're using it for a business tool, you can actually take it that one step further where you're actually using it to build a sustainable business and having the connections that are really valuable. And it and what you said about like um, you know, getting into masterminds and being connected in these small groups. Because what often happens is that you don't even know yourself what's happening and just getting that feedback from people, um, Hmm. you start to develop a picture that you might not have had before and something that you couldn't do on your own. Yes, yes. And, you know, it's incredible how you can see that sometimes other people see your strengths or recognize your strengths quicker than you recognize your strengths yourself because they get to you know you are always trying to find okay what what let's just say an example what's my zone of genius you know and you are trying to dig deep and you know get your head around it and you know and it's it's, you know (laughs) this journey and then when you come to a group and just just show up as you are and share your challenges and share your thoughts and talk things through then most of the time, people actually recognize your son of genius quicker than you because, you know, it, there is no pressure. You are just showing up and sharing your gold and the things that come natural to you and maybe because they come natural to you, you don't actually recognize that as as your son of genius because this is just part of you. Like why would someone else see value on this if it's just – obvious for me well might not be that obvious for other people so that that group environment those discussions and you know the the fact that you are there to support each other and not to judge anyone Mm. it just changed the game completely really so um that's why for me um you know things like masterminds um group coaching support groups and things that get women together um, to find solutions and overcome challenges is is it just is a must having the toolkit because it's what is going to help you move forward after you get stuck on something, see the blind spots, feel connected instead of isolated, and understand that whatever is happening to you is just part of the journey. It's not that you have to be fixed or um, that your business is not going to succeed. It's just part of the journey. Um, you just need to know the real stories behind it, and you don't get that unless you genuinely connect, you know. You rarely see the real stories behind 
the overnight success <laughs> that some people share. And when you look at it, you realize, oh, my God, it was an overnight success in this business. But this person had been in business for 15, 15 years. Yeah. I've never run a business myself. And yet you are comparing yourself with that person that have been running businesses for 15 years. Exactly. So that's the kind of things that, you know, that come up with um, those sorts of things. Um Mm. Yeah. And one of the other beautiful things that we have now in this online space, and I have to, I have to be honest, I I don't like being on the computer a lot, but also (laughs) I'm incredibly grateful that it's available because some of the things that have happened is the Facebook groups, which are closed groups, so they're not public. And you have one, I have one. And what I find is people are able to experiment because yes. they don't have to be perfect. They're not having to show this perfect image of themselves. They're like, I want to try this out. Give me some feedback. And mm-hmm. so they might do a video or something and, and share it, which they're not putting out in the public yet, but just in this very safe container of a closed Facebook group. So would you like to just share your Facebook group? Because I know you have one and, and uh, let us know what the name of it is. Yep, definitely. Um, My Facebook group is Collaboration Hub for Women in Biz, B-I-Z, only B-I-Z. And, yeah, that group is all about, you know, um, embracing connections and collaborations. And um, what I love about it is that when you – it's like when you give permission to people to experiment, and I love that you use that word because you reminded me of sharing that as well. When you give yourself permission to experiment, you – it just, oh my God, it just changed everything. Like you detach from an outcome and you are just open to see what happens. And that's exactly what collaboration is about at the end of the day, because, you know, it's like everything, like marriage, like friendships, like you don't go all in at once. You just take step by step and experimenting is a big part of it. So giving yourself permission to experiment to see if those collaborations that you might be identifying with people that might complement what you do or that might be aligned with the values that you have or with the goal that you want to achieve, giving yourself permission to try that and see if it works is liberating. And again, it brings more flow to your business anyway. Um, and that what that's what my group is about. I love people to experiment, even if at the beginning they just do it for fun because what happens with collaboration is that a lot of people just get too excited and then just get into it and forget about any sort of strategic component. I don't like the word strategic, um, but the truth is that there there are certain things that you have to consider when you are going to collaborate if you want to do it effectively. If you just – and there are different types of collaboration as well, like the ones that you just do just for fun, um, the ones that you do because you need accountability or the ones that you do because you want to um, get your message across to a broader audience and all that sort of stuff. And there are certain things that you need to consider um, if you if you want to make that happen Um effectively so um, it's it's good to do it just for fun at the beginning what you'll find your feet and you understand you know what you want to 
get out of that collaboration. Um, but then with time, you will slowly um, identify the those collaboration opportunities that are actually going to complement you instead of only taking your time or your energy is actually about leveraging and about working smarter rather than harder. But sometimes that takes time and people can do it on your own, on their own, or um, people can do it with someone like, for example, um, a coach or myself as a collaboration mentor to kind of help them um, or guide them through the process so they make a better use of their time and energy and still bring the flow and the joy and the sustainability they want to bring into their business. Mm. Beautifully said. And I know you do do one on one services. You have virtual masterminds, online masterminds, and also online programs. And I'm going to put your website address on the show notes would that be the best place for people to have a look um look i would always recommend people to find me on facebook because i am more (laughs) i am more active on my facebook page and um currently my website is going through some changes uh but you can definitely have a look at my website and and you'll find blogs there and on my facebook page i'm always sharing um, blogs and um, tips and um, everything that you might need around mindset, business, and collaboration. Yeah. It's so my Facebook group. page. Yeah, Collaboration Hub for Women in Biz, and I'll put yeah, that. I'll that's put that. Group. I'll put that link on the show notes so people can have a look and join if they feel moved to. If they feel like, yeah, I want to be a part of the closed group, and it's so special to be a part of closed groups because, um, as we shared before, it's a place where you can experiment privately within that group. And usually, most of the groups that I've been in, everyone is incredibly supportive and compassionate. So it really gives us that chance to be creative and you know detach from outcome, and at the same time you know, be guided, like, you know, we might not see something and you might step in and say, hey, did you know if you do blah, 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 and, um, you know, it could really help them in their business creation and development. Yes, yes, definitely. I can I can I just suggest something um, to those that are listening as well? Like, um, when you join a Facebook group, um, just, just, Give your time. Give yourself some time to um, understand or to explore a little bit more about whoever you are following on Facebook or um, whoever you came across on social media is doing and what their message is behind and what the purpose of the group. Because if you join lots of Facebook groups, is going to be overwhelming. So I always recommend people uh, before even going, in my case, my particular case, even before going to the Collaboration Hub for Women in Biz, which is our closed Facebook group, even before going there, take your time and have a look at my Facebook page first and follow it and like it and get a sense of, you know, the things, the, the kind of things that I share. And if, if after a while you actually feel that you want to connect or continue the conversations even further, then just go for, by all means, go and join the group um, and then continue the conversations there. Because what I found is that some people just, 
join the groups, but then it's overwhelming because they join so many mm. and then they, they can't engage because it's not sustainable. Yeah. So just make sure that which whichever group you choose, then you do it because you 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 are either doing it because you are looking for support or because um, you know that you're going to add value or, or for whatever reason it is, just make sure there is an intention a clear intention for why you joined the group um, because that's going to contribute again um, to make it a more sustainable thing in terms of consistency. Otherwise, it's going to be so overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, excellent point, excellent point. And how many groups can you be in realistically? So what a great point yes. to make. Thank you so much for bringing that up. So... We're just about out of time, but I wanted to give you the opportunity, if you could just face one of our listeners face-to-face, hold their hands, and just leave them with some sage advice and wisdom, what would you like to share, Beatrice? Yes. Um, Well, um, I actually, when I was in the process of starting my business um, and I was thinking of the vision that I had for my business and what I wanted to to do and what I wanted the impact I guess that I wanted to um, to make in the in the in the my clients life and my community and everything um, I just came up with a quote or a mantra or an affirmation whatever you want to call it and I think this sums up what we've discussed today and it is that um, the real joy comes from our journey so achieving our goal whatever that is is just the result of the lessons we learn the connections we make and the people we help so that, in a way, explains why it is so important to bring um, the tools and um, the support that you need to have joy throughout the journey and enjoy the journey really as much as the destination. So connections and collaboration are a great way to do that. So um, if you haven't done it yet, just start thinking about it and Simply remember that, you know, it is okay to experiment and when you don't need to go all in when it comes to collaboration. So take take one step at a time and see how you go and then go from there. There is a way to work smarter rather than harder. So just think of, of what, is, what is that way for you and make it happen. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so delighted that you shared your beautiful wisdom with us today. And I look forward to seeing you in your group. Oh, (laughs) thank you. I love your group. And um, thank you for all your gifts that you share with the world and your light. Thank you so much, Beatrice. Thank you, Aisha. Bye for now. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.